You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. <laughs> Empire. Welcome to the latest edition of All's Caps with former Capitals defenseman Carl Olsen. I'm AP Hockey writer Steve Wino. Uh, this is our first, I guess, playoff edition, Carl. Uh, it's the Florida Panthers against the Capitals. Game one on Tuesday in Sunrise. Uh, your favorite arena to play in, uh, as we all know. Uh, your, just your initial thoughts on, on Caps-Panthers. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we, we kind of saw the writing on the wall for a while now. So was, although there was hope that there was going to be maybe a little bit of a, a, a shift right at the very end and, and have a new opponent, this kind of seemed like it was going to happen for quite a quite some time. So I guess not all that surprising. Um, but, you know, the uh, I guess technically the, the toughest matchup in the playoffs, if you look at it, uh, the Panthers have been solid all season long, although they were – you know, a bit of a weird one last night. 10-2 has been a couple high-scoring games recently. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a tough matchup. Uh, even though even though uh, Sunrise isn't the most exciting place to play, um, and, you know, there's not the most hostility uh, in that in that crowd, it's still a difficult place in terms of the, the opponent, know, everything sure. else. Yeah. yeah, everything else that's going on there, right? And, and one of the other things, too, is I don't know, I haven't asked, but depending on where they stay, too, right? So if they stay in Sunrise... Like there's not much around there. There's a mall, and you don't really want to be walking around a ton, uh, you know, in between games and stuff. You want to move around a bit, but you're also trying to save your legs. So there's not a ton, a ton going on in, in Sunrise. And then if they stay in Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale, obviously it's it's Fort Lauderdale. It's nice, and there's they're across from the beach, and, and there's a, it's a good place to kind of get your mind off things and just sit outside for a bit and relax. But then you got bus rides, you know, and the bus rides from Fort Lauderdale to Sunrise can be brutal. It, I've, I've that traffic sucks. Yeah. Oh man, I had it happen one time where I left on the first bus, so I would have left at four o'clock, and then the second bus that leaves around four thirty passed us on the highway because they had a police escort, and so we ended up having to try and get in behind that bus, and we got there at the exact same time. It was just after five o'clock, which normally it's like a five o'clock cutoff for a game. Like you're never there any later than that. And so you just have weird little things like that that you have to deal with when you when you get a little bit further away. So I'm not sure where they're going to stay, but it's just one of the, I guess, the weird extra things that you don't typically uh, have to consider in the playoffs, but you do when you're staying in a place like that. So I've, I've heard they're staying closer to Sunrise than, than Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, so that makes sense. You know, less travel uh, day of the game, but there's just not a whole lot going on. So Fewer distractions of, from, from, from Peter Laviolette's standpoint. Yes, exactly. It makes sense. So the guys are probably going to stay in their room and uh, play video games like they normally do or, or cards and stuff on, on the day off that they have. Maybe, you know, it, it, for me, I, I was always the kind of guy that wanted to walk around a little bit. Um, you know, don't overdo it, but I wanted to get moving and not stay cooped up in the room. Um, so the guys will find stuff, but it's you know it's all part of the uh, 
of, of the way that you uh, deal with your with your playoffs and in your mind and your body. So um, I don't I don't know how the majority of that team is, but my my sense is that there's a lot of video games. You're in Florida right now, right? I'm in Florida right now. Yeah, I'm uh, reconnaissance mission uh, on the against the Panthers. See what they're up to. <laughs> no, I'm actually in Destin, Florida. It's my first time here and. We actually, we actually got, got a bit of a, a rainy, rainy, cloudy day today, so we're just kind of taking it easy, doing some puzzles. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm I'm down south, nice place. Well, okay, you mentioned like the the kind of walking around, or whatever. An off day in the playoffs. Let's say like after game one, and they have the day off, game two, they don't skate. They got meetings in the morning. Would you play golf? Like, are guys going to go play golf, or is that something you worry about, like screwing yourself up by by kind of getting out of a, a getting either either getting injured or getting your mind too far off hockey? Yeah, no, that would be something the Black Aces would do. So Black Aces, yeah, yeah. The guys that are the scratches, you know, for anyone who doesn't know, um, that, that's something that they would do. Like playoffs for them is, uh, is unless you're like the next guy up, it's a pretty fun time. You know, they can they can, uh, you know, they enjoy the cities. Um, their skates are usually pretty fun. Like they work hard, but they're not they're not getting too demolished, and they're and they're having a good time playing some games amongst each other. And then yeah, they enjoy the cities when they're out there. So um, that's something that they would do. The players, you know, you don't. Uh, well, I've never played in a place like Florida full time, like a, as a as a Panther, as a Tampa Bay Lightning. So I don't know if those guys would go out and maybe hit balls or something at the range, right? It's, it's you know you know you the playoffs are you know if you go to the end two months long you can you can, you can sacrifice anything for two months right I would go in the backyard and swing a club around I remember doing that but uh, otherwise yeah you're you're pretty focused on on what's going on save that for for in between series if you want but then guys are also superstitious they don't want to break out the the golf clubs um, in in the playoffs for you know for bad juju. Yeah, and and not not a whole lot of black aces because the Hershey Bears are in the Calder Cup playoffs. That'll have to wait till till later in the playoffs. Uh, when we come back on, on All's Caps, Carl and I will talk about how the Capitals got here, which is not great, limping into the playoffs with four consecutive losses. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May fifth. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to All's Caps, the uh, It's the Florida Panthers episode here with former Capitals defenseman Carl Alsner live from, from Florida on his reconnaissance mission. I'm AP Hockey Steve Wino, actually out at a, a commander's training facility on, on day three of the NFL draft here. Uh, Empire Media's Bram Weinstein, who does this podcast. Uh, John Keim is outside, uh, kind of double dipping here, uh, kind of doing some hockey and some, some football. Uh, listen to, to John Keim's uh, commander's podcast, also on Empire Media. But this is a Capitals podcast, and the Capitals haven't looked too hot lately. 
Lee Carl. Four losses in a row going into the playoffs. I know Alex Ovechkin didn't play in three of them, but this is a, a little... How alarmed are you by kind of the, the this team laying an egg in two games that were not must-wins, but if you wanted to avoid the Panthers and, and, and play the Rangers probably should have shown up and, and, and performed in those games. But everybody always says you want to go into the playoffs riding a high. And it's, that's that's the ideal world. Yeah, you, you go in and, and you're hot and everybody's feeling good. You're scoring goals, this and that, healthy. Um, that just wasn't the case. And so what they got to do is they got to they got to dig a little deeper and, and find a way to, to snap out of that and make sure everybody's, I guess, bringing, bringing their best because it's, uh, it's going to be necessary against uh, Florida. And I know they have we were talking about it before, you know, Ekblad's banged up, which is uh, not good for them. He he really drives that back end, so that that helps. You know, they're going to have to work on, I'm sure, in their pre-scout, figuring out who they're going to go after now when they, they have an opportunity to, when you have the, the team you're playing to have their best defenseman out, then you're going to find some ways to exploit the other guys. But but this is not, uh, it's not ideal, but, you know, it's, it's what they got going on. And hopefully Ovi's back in time. And feeling good and, and he can light a bit of a spark under these guys and, and they'll start out hot but it's going to be an interesting series you know like it's uh, we, we said it too we didn't really watch a ton of the last couple games because the NFL draft were, was going on too and, and, not, and, and, and the Capitals didn't make it worth watching for a lot of people yeah but yeah the, that too and, yeah. and I, I, didn't, I tried to turn on the game I didn't have it here so I, I couldn't even uh, tune in if I wanted to we gotta get to, you ESPN it's, plus you know, it's whatever it's the end of the season yeah, well, you don't have that back home, but just uh, here, it's it was all NFL. I think NFL draft was on four diff- or five different channels, and not a single hockey game was on. So I was forced to watch uh, watch the NFL draft with some of those uh, amazing Las Vegas style suits that they had going on, and and some of those absolutely monster human beings like that. That uh, I've never watched an NFL draft before, and I watched the first like six or seven picks, and and it was pretty entertaining. So. It kind of took my mind off of off of watching hockey. We, you mentioned the Panthers and, and Ekblad, but even with Ekblad out, this is a blue line with, with Gustav Forsling, uh, Mackenzie Wieger, Ben Sherratt, Brandon Montour, Robert Haig, Rako Gudis, who got hurt the other night but might be back, Pateria Limbaum. Even without Aaron Ekblad, this team is deep. This is a this is a, a team that can go Drew, Barkov, Verhage, Huberdeau, Bennett, Duclair, Reinhardt, Lundell, Achari. This this the Panthers are ridiculously deep. Oh yeah, they are. They got like. <laughs> They have like three first lines um, that are not only good offensively but can play defensively as well. That decor is so solid; just it's kind of what you're hoping for. Like that, it seems like a uh, like a playoff decor, right? Like even without Ekblad, just guys that that can play the game, play it the right, right way, they play tough when they need to play tough. Um, and you know, it, it's going to be it's it's still a tough matchup, you know, against the Caps because they are a bit of a you know, a pretty gritty team with with guys that like to throw the weight around and and play hard in the corners. But you know, a guy like Ben Schrott's a big boy himself, and yep. he can he can handle a guy like uh, you know like Tom coming to the front of the net and and get a little mean and nasty when he has to. So um, it's yeah, it's a it's a team that's built for it. For them, it's you will know, we'll see how their goaltending is. It it can be amazing, but it can be also very spotty too. So. Uh, it's probably going to be a case of, of shoot a ton of pucks and, and hope that the, you're going to get some that leak through and, and create a little bit of havoc in front of the net. So that's, you know, it, it, it's just a tough matchup. That is the reason why they, they finished first and, and they set a record for scoring the most goals because they have so many different options, so many different weapons. Yeah, and, and, and Alex Ovechkin's health obviously is the big question now. He was skating in New York the other day. 
still not kind of cleared, but we got to expect he's going to play in game one, right? Even if he's not 100%. Think so. Yeah, you would think so. I don't, I don't think that there's an opportunity to, uh, to, uh, to wait and see, wait and see you know, take, take too many games and off and, and, that, uh, and hope that uh, you get better and you're just kind of tied in the series. It's not, you can't start off slow pretty much. So I think he's going to probably play. Um, it'll, 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 it's, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. The one, the one, the one, the one, the cup, right? It's, it's the team goes the way that that Ovi and Kuzi go. You know, if they come out and they, and they're flying and they play well, then the team follows and they have success. Uh, so I think that that's going to be the, the driving factor behind, uh, how long the series goes and then how deep the yeah, team goes. Yeah, and you mentioned the Panthers goaltending. Sergei Bobrovsky figures to start. We could see Spencer Knight. Uh, when we come back on All's Caps, Carl and I will talk about what it will take for the Capitals to win this series and, and kind of the Capitals' own goaltending questions, which is one of many teams around the NHL playoffs with some issues in that. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to All's Caps. I'm AP Hockey writer Steve Weiner with former Capitals defenseman Carl Alsner. Uh, the, the, the question that you and I have been talking about goaltending for uh, months now. Um, Brian McClellan did not find a, a trade partner at the deadline to get another goaltender in here. So it's Ilya Samsonov or Vitek Vanacek. If it's your call, who do you think should start game one? And who do you think will start game one in that? Um, well, yeah, I've kind of always been more of a, a Vanacek guy than I have Samsonov. Uh, I just feel like there's maybe a little bit more reliability there. Um, I think Samsonov can steal a game for you, though. So I think that that's... Uh, viable option but um, if it's me I'm, I'm going with probably with with VTech I mean I don't know if you feel that same that same uh, I guess uh, sense of security with him that he's just a little bit more stable but that's kind of the way I feel I, I think I think the way I see this is you need to steal a game and I think Samsonov is, is more mentally fragile that if he's not your game one starter it's harder to go to him I think I think Ilya Samsonov. I, I think Vitek will start Game One because I think he is Laviolette's guy, and I think Laviolette and Scott Murray agree with you. My theory on this is is you start Samsonov in Game One and hope you get good Sammy, and if you get bad Sammy and you lose Game One, you turn to your solid, stable Vanacek because if you're on the road and you've been in plenty of playoff series, when you start on the road, you just want to steal one of the first two games. Yeah, that's a good point, and and Sammy does have that. That uh, option, that ability to to get out there and, and absolutely dominate a game. You know, you've seen some of the saves he makes that uh, that you don't understand how he makes them. He's super athletic, and and um, you know it, it could even be one of those uh, Russian versus Russian goalie matchups where uh, you know he he wants to he wants to really prove something. So it, it's it's definitely a good option as well. Um, and and yeah, if if they if the coaching staff knows that. That uh, Vitek's better at coming in, you know, after after a game or two off, and, and they they think Sammy is, you know, needs it for his confidence to to be the starter at the beginning. Then then yeah, I mean you you go for that. That's a, you know, that's a bit of a the chess match, the, the mental chess match that the coaches have to figure out with uh, with the players that they have. So I I mean it's it's the way it's been all season long. It's 
it's you ride the hot hand and whoever they think the guy is right now, just go for it and see what happens. I don't think that one has too much of an edge over the other. No, and Peter Laviolette did do this in 2006 when we, when he won the Stanley Cup of the Carolina Hurricanes, turning to Cam Ward after Martin Gerber won a Stanley Cup. Uh, 2010 with, with Philadelphia, he uh, he had all injuries with Brian Boucher and Michael Layton, so he's used to doing this. Uh, I think we both agree. Like if they don't, the Capitals don't get good goaltending, they don't win this series. So take setting that aside and saying they need stable goaltending. What else do the Capitals need to do to beat the President's Trophy winning Florida Panthers? Well, they need to play with energy. They need to. They, they need like we, we talked about recently, especially just what their identity is, right? Like don't go run and gun with with the Florida Panthers. That's not that's not the type of Capitals team that that it is right now. It's it's a try and grind them out, ground and pound. You know, it, it's got to be. It, and it's so funny because I love that uh, when they you're watching all the highlights and they cut the clips of everyone saying pucks in deep but it's that is the playoff that is the playoff identity for teams you know the pucks need to be in there and you need to start working work in their d you need them to play in their offense in uh sorry in florida's d zone and uh and continue to pressure them all game long and it's an investment right it's it's don't worry about scoring right away score in the power play if you get the power play and otherwise you know just just start picking away and uh and wear them down because you know they're they're hoping for a long playoff run, right? So they probably would like to see a bit of an easier series, especially in the first round. And uh, if you can if you can catch them thinking about round two and round three without without them getting out of round one, then you might be able to take advantage of them there. Yeah, and, and, and it is cliche, but like there is something to be said about dictating the game and taking something out of, of a run-and-gun team, because that's how this team won the Stanley Cup, is kind of grinding down opponents over the course of a series, and when you have a team... The Panthers have been in the playoffs before, but this is not a team that's won in the playoffs. The Panthers haven't won a playoff series since 1996 when they went to the Stanley Cup Final. So uh, Claude Giroux is there. He's done that. Ben Sherratt's been part of a, a team that, that's gone to a Stanley Cup Final. But there's something to be said for grinding down a, a more a less experienced opponent. And that's, I think, how this team has to win. Well, yeah. And, and so the Florida Panthers also are, are used to scoring four goals a game all season long, right? So if you can... If you can keep the puck out of those guys' hands, out of their players' hands that are expecting to score goals, expecting to have chances and puck possession, then that gets frustrating, right? It doesn't matter that it's the playoffs, and you, they're still going to expect to have some of that. And so, if you can, if you can continue to every time you get it, a puck goes back in deep. You have five guys in the picture. The forwards are coming back over top to help the defenseman out. Then that gets frustrating. It really does, and. Uh, want them to, to get going at all during this series and so that's kind of the way that it has to be done and it's just just so happens that it kind of plays into the identity of the Caps um, they also have the ability to you know get get going and, and score some goals so I think that uh, you know it's, it's a bit of a twofold there it's it's the long game you're gonna you're gonna need to invest in it and and then when you have those those opportunities you need to explode you need to explode for some offense and and uh, the Caps have that ability yeah, well, it's the most wonderful time of the year. I hope everybody enjoys this playoff series. Uh, thanks for listening on All's Caps. We'll talk to you guys after game one.